This past week, or whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we had the Democratic National Convention, and it featured a prayer by a pastor of sorts named Freddie Haynes. Now, Freddie Haynes is a pastor of a mega church down in Texas. The name of the church is absolutely irrelevant. What is relevant is that he was mentored by Jeremiah Wright. You heard me, Jeremiah Wright. Mr. America's chickens have come home to roost, Jeremiah Wright. Mr. Barack Obama sat in his church for 20 years, but yet didn't hear all his racist stuff, Jeremiah Wright. The U.S. of KKKA, Jeremiah Wright. This is his mentor. Oh, and by the way, He's also good friends with Louis Farrakhan. He rendered a prayer this past week. You're going to hear it in just one second. But my friends, I'm very afraid that we're going to be hearing from this heretic for quite some time. I was a stranger and you had the nerve to build a wall while at the same time you have in the harbor there in New York a Statue of Liberty saying give me your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Jesus will say America if you don't get your act together you can, you may well go to hell. Why? Because in as much as you do it to the least of these my sisters and brothers you are also doing it unto me. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, for many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things. The book of Acts, chapter 20, verses 29 and 30, for I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things, to draw away disciples after them. Romans chapter 16, verses 17 and 18. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. It's pure evil! Here from Charlotte, North Carolina, saying you can chase a lot all over the world, but the truth it stands where it stands, and we're taking a stand right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Luminary, you may be asking yourself, what is it that we are taking a stand against today? And I'm so glad that you asked. This is called the Truth Rant. What is the Truth Rant? 
This is when I just decide I'm going to go off about five or six things in a row. Just boom, 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 boom. You're not going to hear a long dialogue about it, not a long discussion about it. You're not going to get what I usually do in my videos and what I do on my audio podcast when it's 45, 50 minutes. Maybe the video is like 20, 30 minutes where I go in depth. I pull up all sorts of articles. I have really deep analysis. No, this is just me fed up, sick and tired of what I see. And I'm just going to go for it because this stuff is just that stupid. With that being said, what's it that I'm ranting about first? This stupid post office thing. Now, let me explain to you what this stupid post office thing is really all about. Donald Trump does not like mail-in voting because mail-in voting for years has been shown to be fraudulent and is something that the Democrats would definitely use to try to disenfranchise your vote for Donald Trump and to steal the election. Now, Donald Trump doesn't want that. So when the House of Representatives ran by the evil, the contemptible Nancy Pelosi decides, oh, well, we want this in the new stimulus bill. You know, the one that gave us before earlier this year with the $1,200 checks and the uh, $600 for unemployment, that sort of thing. She wants that to, quote, protect the integrity of the post office and to protect mail and balloting. And so they're holding up this bill because they want billions of dollars. But guess what happens? They decide, oh, it's time for recess. Recess is that 30-day period where Congress finally go goes back home instead of hanging out in Washington. They actually go back to the people that voted for them to get yelled at and screamed at about what they're not doing. By the way, I think it's a great American thing that they're doing. They need to go back and get yelled at. These people are beyond contempt. Our lives are on hold. People who are counting on another stimulus, people who need the unemployment thing to continue, even though I know that Donald Trump did an executive order to continue it. But people who are in absolute need, oh, you got to wait until we come off our recess. Oh, oh, that, 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 no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Oh, the post office general, the guy that is in charge of the federal bureaucracy of the post office decides, oh, well, let's move some mailboxes around. Let's eliminate some mailboxes. <gasps> fraud, fraud, fraud. That's exactly what Democrats started screaming. Oh, Donald Trump is trying to steal the election. He's trying to disenfranchise people. That evil bigot, that evil racist. Oh, we're going to get to that in just a moment. Oh, Oh, then next person says, um, well, you all need to come back because we need to protect the post office from that evil, bigoted, racist Donald Trump. And so they all come back. And yesterday, Saturday, they pass a $25 billion budget or they pass a $25 billion inclusion that they want to put now into the quote stimulus bill. $25 billion of money we don't have to, quote, protect the post office. Then they're trying to blame Donald Trump for how bad the post office is. People, the post office has been a dumpster fire for decades. I hate the post office. The post office is probably one of the things that is universally hated more so than politicians. If it wasn't for FedEx and UPS, we'd all be screwed. But they're trying to use this as some kind of political weapon against Donald Trump. So she can't be bothered to work out things for our benefit. But when it's for their political expediency, oh, yes, we got to come back. Oh, yes, we got to pass this $25 billion of money we don't have. 
It's ridiculous. And then you get these clowns that go on all over TV. Oh, Donald Trump is trying to steal this. Donald Trump is trying to steal that. It's just disgusting. Susan B. Anthony. Who is Susan B. Anthony? Well, Susan B. Anthony, in short, was a woman that fought for what's called women's suffrage. In other words, women's equality. One of those things was the right for a woman to vote. And in 1872, it was illegal to vote. And she did it anyway, or she got some people to do it. And they threw her in jail. The, the trial was completely unjust. And therefore, on the anniversary of that unjust conviction and trial, Donald Trump decides, oh, we're going to pardon Susan B. Anthony because she was in civil, well, she's an icon of women's suffrages. If you don't know what that really is, that's our version of social justice warrior for 20, for 2020. But it said, I don't think Susan B. Anthony was torching buildings and spraying Black Lives Matter all over the place, but basically she was a social justice warrior. So Donald Trump decides, let's honor her, let's pardon her. And the Susan B. Anthony Museum said, no, 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 we reject your stupid little pardon. We don't want your dumb little pardon because we hate your guts, Donald Trump. We hate you. So we don't want your pardon. Now, how petty is that? That You thought John McCain not wanting Donald Trump to be at his funeral was petty. <laughs> that's petty. He's trying to pardon a woman and basically trying to make a statement. That's a good statement to make. And these people don't want nothing to do with it. It's almost like this hospital that one time received almost, I believe it was like a hundred million dollars from the Koch brothers. The Koch brothers, if you don't know, K-O-C-H, the Koch brothers are a uh, operative. They're operatives with a lot of money. These are one of the money people that the left actually hates. See, they don't, they don't mind all the money people like Tom Steyer and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett on their side, but the Koch brothers who happen to be Republicans, really, they're more like mainstream rhino Republican establishment types, the deep staters. But see, oh, oh, they got to be demonized. A hospital one time, the Kochs tried to donate a hundred million dollars to them and they said no. But see, politics has ruined everything. It's ruined my TV. It's ruined um, anything that I can do for fun anymore. Coronavirus, this is all political, man. It's just crap on a stick. And my God, I'm so tired of seeing the stupid mask. I'm so tired of it. Jesus, it's doing nothing. By the way, Goodyear Tire, if you want to play the game of politics, you want to step in the game of politics, well, guess what? Politics is a contact sport, baby. And you better learn how to deal with it. Donald Trump said boycott Goodyear Tire. Now, I'm not really a boycott person. However, if the market forces dictate that people do no longer want to buy your tire because of the crap you put out there, well, then that's on you. Personally, I'm going to buy Michelin instead. But what is the Goodyear controversy, by the way? Well, the corporation, while they did not endorse this, they had some little sorry little apology that really doesn't hold any water. But one of their affiliates, I believe out in Kansas somewhere, basically had some conference or seminar that was, of course, <laughs> recorded uh, by someone who shouldn't have been putting it out there, of course. But it's one of those kind of meetings you have at your jobs, those corporate jobs where they talk about new rules for this, new rules for that, such and so forth. It's one of those sort of things. And what they said that you could not do is wear MAGA hats or make America great apparel. But Black Lives Matter, that's okay. Any kind of 
other sort of message about equality or whatever, that's perfectly fine. But anything that's Donald Trump related, oh no, why? Because see, oh, oh, see, we need to keep the peace. And there are a lot of people offended. See, I call these people the cult of the offended or the kotos. Now, I just coined that on this show. I'm sure someone will steal it because there'll be some bigger YouTuber or some bigger podcast person that'll hear it and steal it and then I'll be completely screwed. But with that being said, it's called the cult of the offended. These are the people that run the world. They decide to get their panties all in the wad, their knickers all in the bunch, and they decide to be all in their feelings. And then because they're in their feelings, I'm supposed to be in my feelings. Then because they're in their feelings, I'm supposed to see myself as doing something wrong. And then I'm supposed to correct it. See, I didn't grow up that way. I wasn't taught that way. I was taught if you got personal issues with somebody, you address them. But anything that hasn't personally bothered you and you still don't like it, you just turn it off. Like all these people boycott TV, boycott this. Listen, if you don't like it, just turn it off. I'm not going to sit there and tell people how their lives should be because I don't like something. But that's not how the cult of the offended works. The cult of the offended now run this country. You see them, they're rioting in Portland. They're killing people in massive Chicago. And speaking of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot wants 140 officers protecting her because, oh, the protest came to her front door. But see, oh, you can kill anybody in Chicago and it's fine. You can you can run wild. That city can run wild and be completely lawless. And Lori Lightfoot doesn't do a thing about it. You can protest in all these liberal leftist cities and nobody does a thing about it. Um, Donald Trump, I'm looking at you. Donald Trump, you need to put this stuff down. But regardless, I know it's the city's job and it's the government of that state's job, but Donald Trump should be doing something. But with that being said, Lori Lightfoot, what a hypocrite. She rails on and on against people using guns. Chicago has some of the most strictest gun laws, but now that those people that came to her door, oh, now she want all the guns. You know what? She's an abomination. Lori Lightfoot is an abomination. I'll tell you what. Last thing I wanted to really get into is about this whole Charlottesville thing. Now, the DNC, as you heard earlier in the show, I played that Pastor Freddie, whatever his name is. It really doesn't matter what his name is. Uh, and I addressed that in the intro. But that was a part of the DNC. Four days of unmitigated Donald Trump hate. Four days of unmitigated. Here's the two things that you got out of the Democrat convention. Donald Trump is the devil who's responsible for 150,000 people or more dying from COVID. And Donald Trump is evil because he's a racist. Those are the two themes that you get. These people gave you no ideas. They, these people did not tell you anything they're going to do to make anything better because that's not the point. It's kill Donald Trump. But with that being said, one of the lies that Joe Biden in his speech and Kamala Harris did and almost pretty much any leftist in the media keeps spinning is this whole Charlottesville thing. What do I mean by Charlottesville? Well, earlier in Donald Trump's presidency, there was a situation that happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, where there was a protest about the statue of Robert E. Lee. He was a Confederate general. And as you know, the Confederacy is something that is reviled and despised, particularly among black people. Okay. It's a symbol of hate and racism. But there are a lot of people who lived in the Confederate South who will tell you differently. Okay. However, but the issue is 
Robert E. Lee's statue, was it going to come down or not? And so you had protesters that sh- that were there just peacefully protesting. They were saying, hey, we don't need to take down the Robert E. Lee statue. And then you had other people saying, no, take it down. But for the most part, it was peaceful until Antifa shows up. And then they start all kinds of crap. I don't know if Black Lives Matter was a part of that, but I know Antifa was. And they show up and all crap breaks out. And so Donald Trump is asked to address this. And he basically says there are good people on both sides. Oh, the media just runs with that. What? Donald Trump endorsed racism. See, there he is. He's a bigot and he's a racist. Matter of fact, Spike Lee did a movie called The Black Klansman, which was a good movie because it was based upon a true story about a black cop who infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan. And it was, in, I believe it was in Colorado. And it was a good premise of a movie until the very end, where he then went into a clip about Charlottesville and peddled all this garbage about Donald Trump basically echoing, echoing white supremacy. Cause that's the whole thing about the whole Charlottesville thing is that Donald Trump is supposed to be echoing white supremacy. He is dog whistling to white supremacists. But the problem is that just a few minutes after he said there were good people on both sides, he came back and said, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the skinheads and the racists. Those should be condemned totally. There is video evidence of this. It has been debunked over and over and over and over and over again, even by guys like Jake Tapper of CNN. But does that matter? No, no, no. Joe Biden continues to repeat the lie. So did Kamala Harris. So did almost every anchor on CNN. So did every anchor on MSNBC. Terry McAuliffe. Every Democrat. Blah, blah, blah. The same lie over and over again. And I am so sick and tired of it. But you want to know why the Democrats are doing that and why they can get away with it? Because of you. Because you're stupid. They know you're stupid, except for those who are listening to my podcast. You're bright. But the rest of the people are stupid. And they know you're dumb. When Joe Biden basically made that comment about black people thinking the same and acting the same and all that stuff, and people got all in a tizzy about it and people got all upset, I said, what you getting all upset for? I mean, what what you getting all mad for? I mean, Joe Biden basically just said what we all know is true. When you're black and you monolithically vote Democrat 87 to 92% of the time. What else do you think he's supposed to say? As a matter of fact, Joe Biden's quote on that exactly was, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes and different things. You had Jim Clyburn, that idiot from South Carolina, try to come up and say, ah, he was talking about cultures and where people are from. No, he is not. The quote was about attitudes and different things see oh the latinos are completely diverse in how they see the world but not black people no 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 we're all the same we're one big monolith why would joe biden (laughs) why would you get mad at biden for that i mean you keep voting for them why you keep crying and whining about the same stupid issues you keep being upset and keep playing the victim card all the time why wouldn't Joe Biden and the Democrats think that about you? They just let the cat out of the bag. But they're so confident that you're going to vote for him anyway. It doesn't really matter. 
Joe Biden knows that you're stupid because he knows you're not going to go research it. He knows you're going to go back to watching Netflix or you're just going to take it all in and not even bother to even find out if it's true or not because you're lazy. And he knows it. And the Democrats know it. That's why they could go up there for four days and tell you every lie under the sun. And you will buy every bit of it. Hook, line, sinker. Because you're stupid. And then people wonder why I don't vote. Because you got millions and millions of uninformed, stupid people voting. And who are uninformed. And one stupid person begats another stupid person. That's hard to overcome. You just can't overcome those odds. Okay? It's difficult to overcome those odds. So I don't vote. For that reason, some may say, well, you should vote because, well, you need to be at least one vote to counteract that stupid vote. But my thing is that the system is completely rigged. These people there, all their job is to do is to tell you a story. They're not there to give you truth. They're not there to tell you what is actually happening. No, they're there to spin a narrative, to spin a story. Politics is about salesmanship. Who can sell the best story? And these people are playing you for suckers. They're playing you for stupid people. And you fall for it every stupid freaking time because you're stupid. Most of you are just dumb and completely ignorant and just, but anyway, all right, I'm done ranting. I could say much more than that, but I wanted to keep this under 20 minutes anyway, but that's the true rant. And like I said, I will post a link in the description once I post this to YouTube and also once I post it to the truthstand.org. But I am the luminary saying you could chase a lot all over the world, but the truth, it stands where it stands.